Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the On Here Podcast. I'm, I'm Denzel. And I'm Maya. And we have a special guest. <laughs> I mess up again? <laughs> oh, <nah. laughs> Damn, I thought this was a collective introduction. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> we keeping that in though. We keeping this in. <laughs> Yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah, girl, you good. Oh my <laughs> you, god! So yeah, we got we got Maya here with us. We about to um talk about a very important topic. It's very important to me. Uh, it's something that we need to discuss more openly. Mm. And so, uh, let's get right on into it. Okay, guys. Why do y'all think that um, discussing mental health is still very taboo in the black community? I think that people are so quick to chastise it and people are so quick to blow it off. So everybody's like embarrassed and they are ashamed that they have like mental health issues. Like it's not something that people rush to help you with. They're like, all right, so now you want attention. You're not really depressed. Right. So at that point, people like they like to hold that stuff in, don't want to talk about it because everybody they're used to being beat down when this is like, I am really depressed. You know, I really do hear these things. I really do see these things. You know, people don't take it as seriously as they should until, you know, somebody decides they want to kill themselves and actually do it. Yeah. You think people just wait till it's too late to even acknowledge it being. Absolutely. Like, you could tell like all these celebrity deaths, not even celebrity deaths, just like people, period. And you see all the love they get on social media and it's like, dang, mental health is an issue and when you talk about it, but it's not talked about until somebody dies. And that's, that's when a problem. it's too late. Yep, that's a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. Is that what you think? I, I, I think is for mental health, like I think it's something like we've been so deeply conditioned with. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I, I mean, as a community, you know, mental health isn't a thing, you know, and, and if it is a thing, it's something that's kept on the low, like nobody talks about it. Yeah, you know, especially if it's a yeah. loved one of theirs that they know have mental health issues. You know, I've I've seen black people go as far as to lie about what's going on with an individual, mm. you know, instead of saying, "Oh, she's depressed," or you know, "She going through it right now," because they know the you know what is looked at in our community. So I think, like, that's the biggest issue because it's a thing, but it's just something we blatantly ignore because we've been trained to ignore, especially black men. Mm-hmm. Like, like, mm-hmm. Black men have more mental illness. Than yeah, them. you know, like, mm-hmm. I think, you know, the thing I think that's at the top of this this uh, mental health category for me is women in postpartum. Yes. Like, I feel like that's the most, like, we that needs to be a focal point for our community, for real. Because I feel like we look at pregnancy as, you know, it's just like, it's, 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 of course, it's a miracle to us, but it's in high. Well, people look at it as such a joyous thing, they kind of yeah. put aside the, the after effects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. And, that, and I, I think that's bad. I mean, because like you said, everybody's so joyous. But they just thinking about the baby. Right, not the mother. It, it, yeah, you get what I'm saying? Not the mother, like damn, she right, really just right. went through she went through near death. Like she right. she gave life to another human. Like I think and I don't think people do it on right. purpose. You know, I think it's just like you said, it's been made into such a, you know, like your joyful for new life. 
you know, and you just kind of, you know, put the mother to the side. Right. The yeah. Baby. Yep. Yeah. Everybody's just focused on the new life and not. Right. You know what I'm she over she over there clinging, the woman that you know, for breath. Mm-hmm. You know, cling, sometimes clinging for yeah. life. You know, sometimes unconscious. You know, right. depending on the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. it's, you know, and I feel like mental health is yep. I, I definitely vital. Don't don't get me wrong. I don't think you should shun it at any time in life, but I think that it should be a a huge amount of focus. You know, put on that, especially the way you know, black, I mean, not black doctors, doctors, period, treat black women when it comes to pregnancy. And that's is. why so many black women die giving birth mm-hmm. or right after birth because of complications, because of these doctors don't take black, black women give birth differently than white women. Come, Our yeah. bodies are not the mm-hmm. same. We give birth. I don't have any kids, but I mean, I know, like. Right, yeah, it's a couple yeah, clicks away. We, <laughs> we're different. Yeah, no, we do. And they think we're stronger, right. too. Yeah. Like we, they don't we take our pain now. seriously. Like, granted, like I did, um, I did like kind of recover from my C-section like quickly, and like I wasn't on like the hard meds, uh, very long afterwards. But still, like, even if I was like in pain or something, I feel like they they only offered me oh, like uh, at the birth, my nigga. I'd be like, no, I'd you can get that like, so like they. Never- like, right, what? Let's go. right. No. Don't give me no damn. No, no, no. Don't give me no Motrin, nigga. Right, like, but that just goes to show you how they cut me how open. They view us. Well, luckily, like my mom, um, my mom is a nurse, so she was there with me, so she made sure I had, you know, what I needed, and she made sure I was, you know, getting up and moving around after that. But I feel like if I didn't have my mama with me, then people could have messed over me. I agree. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. They would have did it and but got the away other with thing it. With the taboo, uh, the taboo in the community. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> got away with it, okay? <laughs> but, For real, but I mean. <laughs> but the other thing. Um. In a community, I think is the word. Mm. So people aren't dealing with their mental illness the way they need to. Right. That's a good point. That's a real good point. Yep. I, it is. Um, that was just always been tough for me personally. Me too. Um, because you know, I, I'm 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 no you know light bright you know christian you know like i sin just like the rest right. of right we all do um, but i i feel like i have a strong faith so you know to me you know on one hand i can easily say okay you know at some point in life you got to put some action like you got to put your your feet to the ground and make some moves um but if somebody asks me like do you pray for things yeah i do you know so it, it's kind of a a, a kiss 22 for me My thing, because i, I pray, see it on both sides but i also know that therapy will help me. Yeah, right. This if that's the whole like faith without work. Yeah, like right. you be like, yes, God is gonna lift me from this depression. But if you just right. pray for it and you're not taking the necessary steps, it's like you're gonna right. stay stuck in that hole. And I'm right. a Christian, and I was one of those people whose faith wasn't really, really strong. Like I believe in God, like I pray, but I let myself sink so deep into what I was dealing with. It was just like I'm right, like, dude, you don't hear me. Like I'm good on this prayer and stuff. Like. 
Right. You know, so it took me a minute to really get back and focus and be like, I need to really, I need to um, I need to do, I need to do more work, and that's why I took that break. And I canceled, mm-hmm. like I canceled all my yoga classes for the month, and I just needed to focus because I was not focused, and I I, I wasn't goal oriented. Right. I was just like, it's gonna go away. I'm gonna, I'm gonna right. yeah. it'll pass, but I wasn't doing anything. So yeah. definitely trying to get stronger in your faith if you're gonna pray about it like that. That definitely right. is a part. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 can, I can totally understand that. So yeah, that's like, you know, for me, that's why it's always been a hard thing. But a, another aspect of it, and you know, I've been called shallow for thinking this way and other things, and I never take offense to it because we're all just entitled to our opinions. But, you know, I have no problem opening up to people that I trust and I know. Mm-hmm. You know? But, you know, you know, can those people stab me in the back and do something wrong with the information? Yeah, sure mm-hmm. they could. But, you know, I trust them. I just have that trust. I give them the benefit of the doubt. And I just never saw myself, and I'm not knocking it for anybody else that does it, but going to a therapist or a psychiatrist. Because my question was always, if I go to you for my problems, who do you go to for yours? Right. And who does that person go to for theirs? That's a fair question. And it's though. just like, you you get what I'm saying? It's just like you're supposed to solve my problems, but who's solving yours? They and then who's to, solving that person? That's people, a good they go, point. They go to other help, um, to other therapists. But you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, now but, it's just yeah. a continuous but circle. I was going yeah. to therapist who is yeah. getting help if they need it. Though I would. Right. No. Yeah. yeah. I, I, which I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying anything's wrong with it. I'm not. not yeah. No. I get what that's you're saying. Stuff you think about I just always had problems, and they got their own. Yeah. 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 You get what I'm saying? Like that's just me thinking of the human aspect. And that's crazy like, because I'm actually a counselor. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's just like exactly. every day, like you're taking on everybody's problems and you're helping right. them solve. And it's like, okay, now nah, like, I'm drained and I'm depressed. And then what do just, I do? Yeah, and I would think <laughs> I would think and not only that, like not only do you have your own problems from your personal life to deal with, but I would feel like sitting there and having to study people and listen and comprehend of their problems, that would take a toll on you as well. Yeah. So I feel like now you're carrying other people's problems. As well as yours. You can't help but think yeah. about it as well as yours. Yeah, yeah. so you know seeing like a therapist so, is something you you especially in this type of role, like you have to see somebody because you will go crazy. So right, I would think so. Because you bear so much. Seeing a therapist, and I've seen, I've, I've been to counseling once, and I'm just like, it's weird yeah. because I'm gonna sit in front of a counselor, and you're gonna do the same things to me that I do to everybody I see every day. Yeah. So that's gonna be weird to me. So I've gone once, and it helped a little bit, and I definitely need to go back. But like, um, on Abria, you said that you had gone to therapy before, and like, did that help you? Like, how you, how did you? Yeah, it? so it does help me. I actually have my another appointment tomorrow. Um. So it's very cathartic. Like I cry a lot <laughs> because I don't really like talk about my real, real issues like with anybody. So therapy, but that's is but the that's your release though. for me to do that. Like, um, you know, just talking to somebody who's just um not biased mm. and like has nothing to lose from telling me the complete truth. You know. Right. So yeah. it um it does help me. It it's and it's just so helpful to just talk about things. Like Absolutely. Talk about the problems you're dealing with. And like I think I'm one of those people I don't wanna put like the hard shit on my friends. Like that's I feel like that's kinda selfish in a way. Mm. Yeah. That, 
That's that's totally understandable. I agree with I, yeah. I understand that as well. Yeah, but, but let me, let me ask y'all like since both of y'all have done uh therapy before and like you're a counselor as well, um, have y'all ever felt like through counseling like you gained a friend? Like because you're I mean, essentially I would think you're getting to know that person, right? Well, they're getting to know you. It's one sided. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, you definitely okay. don't wanna okay. you don't wanna cross those boundaries with your therapist yeah. or your counselor. Okay, right? see, yeah, yeah, I didn't I didn't know that's it. That's when you okay, get those okay. biased opinions and that's when you right. cross the, the, okay. the lines of being a counselor and a Well no, I didn't you know, I, I guess yeah. I wouldn't I'm not trying to say like literal friends, No, I get what you're saying, like, like y'all going you to this person for so long. Your dog or whatever, like, yeah, like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You you that that wants to be do you want it to be somebody that you can you feel comfortable enough talking to and you built that rapport with them but you mm-hmm. definitely don't want to cross those boundary lines like you want to keep it at a distance right and gotcha. the counselor definitely shouldn't tell you everything about themselves because that's when you're crossing them lines you know what I'm saying right so, gotcha. yeah, okay. that's why you don't that cross mm-hmm. okay. yes yeah. strange line there you don't want to cross <laughs> yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. that's the line you don't want to yeah. cross <laughs> I don't want no part of that nope I don't need okay, my counselor so, being my friend. No, no. Nope. I got friends. I got enough nope. friends. Okay. Right. right. And that's I why I'm help. here because I don't want to talk to my friends about this. So. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's why I'm here. Right. right. So, so in y'all's opinion, uh, how should you or I guess how would you, you know, seek help if you needed it or, you know, if, in the situation that you do need it? You know, how do you, you guys think uh, maybe y'all would be okay with saying how, you know, y'all sort of help? You could go Maya. Um, the first step is realizing that you need help. Like mm-hmm. you can't, you you can't seek help unless you realize you need help and you're willing to accept the help. If you go in thinking that this is stupid, I don't need to do this. I could just do this and that. Like I did. Nothing that you do is gonna work. You have to be open to everything, and you need to try different. You have to try different things. I mean, mm-hmm. one thing I did. A lot of my clients have done like they look online. Some people do support groups. Some people do like anonymous things, and um, some people just go to therapy or they talk to their friends or somebody who's been through it. That's mm-hmm. definitely that's always a good thing to do. Like somebody reaching out to you or you reaching out to them and like, hey, how did you? What did you do? How did you get through this? What did you go about doing? And everything doesn't work for everybody, you know. But it's just. You have to find what works for you, and it's not gonna always work on the first try. But as long as mm-hmm. you find things are gonna things are gonna progress, right? Okay, that's that's Bria. the same for me. Like it really just takes knowing that you need help. Like for me personally, I when I reach this levels that I never want to feel again, like mm-hmm. that's when I'm like, okay, I need to do something about this. I can't keep feeling like this and not doing anything about it like I can't just pray yeah. it away I can't just you know bottle it all in like I've had days where I will like just literally just cry yeah. out of nowhere just because I've been holding everything in and like like co-workers would just ask me what's wrong like I don't cry at work or anything but, like, by someone asking me what's wrong, that would trigger me to, like, want to go cry. Like, and I would go to, like, the bathroom mm-hmm. at work and just and cry. Like, and that's when you know it's right. bad. That's when and you that's, know, like, yeah. Right. And that's when I'm like, okay, 
maybe you need Something to start right. going back to therapy because yeah. right, this right. ain't it. Right. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's definitely it. that's definitely it. I like that's a. I went through a similar experience, like just recently when I hit my breaking point. Like I was like you did, like I was reaching points that I never wanted to reach. I couldn't yeah. sleep, like I was crying all the time. And I don't do, I don't cry, like that's not my thing. Right. You know, and nightmares, and I just will wake up and be like, why I'm not? I don't want to. I can't today. Like I don't want right. to anymore. You know, and then those other thoughts came in and I'm just like, okay, yeah, this is not mm-hmm. this is not my yeah. thing. And that's what it's like, okay, maybe I, I need to go do something different. Like, whatever I've been doing has not been helping, obviously, so something gotta change. So, and that's why I'm back So, do y'all ever <laughs> do you, I mean, do you ever like, well, I guess um, you would take breaks from therapy um, is that planned or is that something that y'all just be like, okay, I've had enough for now or how, how does that work? Um, sometimes it does get like overwhelming. Yeah. Mm. And, um, and they actually tell you, you don't, you know, like, it's not like a weekly thing that you have to do. Mm-hmm. It's like gotcha. okay. as come needed, when you need basically. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And come okay. when you need it. Absolutely. Okay. So. With that being said, what um what was your perception of mental health when you're younger first now? It's completely different. Like when you're younger, the people who when you in school, you in middle school, you know, when you in middle school, you real ignorant and stupid. Mm-hmm. So like you <laughs> yes. know, in middle school, that's when you you at your meanest, like with your meanest jokes and whatnot. You know, so right. like the people who back then who are really special, like they retarded, they stupid, like. Right. You know, you was laughing at some kind of people. Like you weren't really trying to reach out to help them. It it wasn't like mm-hmm. it wasn't something that you paid attention to more. So it was just like, right. all right, that's that retarded girl. Okay, whatever. Right, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> we kind of just brushed it off yeah. as it's that like, oh, they special, they need help or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, oh, that's especially not thing. knowing. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like not knowing like what's really going on with those. Positions. Yeah, it was. Yeah, right. But and then mm-hmm. when you're young, like your parents don't think that when you're 11, 12, 13, and 14, you have anything to be depressed about. So that's not a conversation your parents have with you. Yeah, exactly. So right. They don't. Yeah. They don't about, think. They don't think you yeah. got to be stressed about it. Right. So right. you're not prepared <laughs> to deal when you see other people. You just like I don't. I mean, you want a hug or something? Like I don't know. You know right. Right. Like. Uh, what you need, like, yeah, like you straight, like, you want some chips, <laughs> right? I, I mean, know. I, like, I, can, that's all I, I can, I can, I be some noodles, yeah, like, you know, they got snowballs mm-hmm. in the union, you want one of them, like, I don't, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, I, all right, feel better, yeah, you're not prepared to deal with it, and that goes back to like the first question, like, why is taboo, like, we aren't prepared, like, as children for mental health issues, like, we don't, mm-hmm. that's not talked about, right. right. I mean, our emotions are, are shut off early. Absolutely, like very. Early. Right, 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 right. And I think because I like boys, I even catch myself. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Like boys, like I catch myself all the time with my little boy. You know, um, I raise him like I was raised a, a lot of the times, and you know, one of the things I'm starting to notice is I'm not giving him an equal balance of hard nose mm-hmm. and emotions. Mm. And you know, so, and I can't help but to do it sometimes because, you know, I'm like, okay, there's a like you need to you need to sit them down, like have a little talk with them, like you know, do like be affectionate for a little bit. But then I'm like, but then like on the same token, I'm like, man, I'm raising a black man in America. 
like I like I just can't help but to think like nah I, like I I don't want to make them too soft. That's my fear, making them too soft. Even though I should, you know, show more affection, but it's just like I'm still raising a black man in America. You just so gotta find like, that perfect balance, <laughs> right? That third, yeah. And I just I have the difficult time doing it. My mama always tell me like yeah, he gonna be emotionally shut off like you. You stop mm-hmm. that. And it's just like I be trying. I catch myself sometimes. I really change, but. You know, over and over, it's just like another black kid, that's, this black yeah. kid harassed. That's like one you of know, my so biggest just, things with my son. Like, I don't want him right. to be like that. I want him to know that showing emotions are okay. Right. Like, right. of course, there's a time and a place and it's the right way to right. know, go about doing so. But I want him to know mm. that it is okay that if he needs to cry or, you know, show emotions, right. that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I also want him to be a strong man one day. So, right, exactly. It's just and, that's just gonna come with time, I think. Like, yeah. Right. And one of the things, like, I, I definitely, I changed on. Uh, I think by the time he was about um three, I changed. You know, when I would pop him, I did like my daddy did me, and he would pop you and like, don't cry, cause he gonna hit you again. Mm. You know, and you know, my daddy always told me like, you know, things gonna be painful in life. You just gonna take it and move on. So I kept doing that with my child, and then I realized one day, like, damn, like, no, like, if you cause pain to somebody, it's well within, like, their human reaction to cry. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. You know? And I just had to come to the realization, like, okay, I got to find another way to make him tough because, like, this not it. This not it. Right. You know, like, this, this is this is screwing him up, like, slowly but surely. Yeah. So it's just like that that's that's definitely like a tough one for me, like, you know, trying to, you know, balance those emotions and make sure, you know, mentally he's okay on that right. side instead of like most men these days. So Maya, since you're a counselor, this is a good question for you. Um, do you think that there's a certain age that people should start going to therapy? Like you think that's um a age specific type of a help? I do. And some people would disagree with me on this, but I also, I think it depends on the type of trauma or home environment that that child has. Cause I've seen, okay, yeah, I've seen kids who have been like six, seven and eight. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why are you sending this kid to me for therapy when he's just hyper? Like I can't mm. fix hyper. You know what I'm saying? Right. He, need no medication. he needs an activity. Activity, yeah. You know, I can't, I can't sit with your child and do counseling when nothing is wrong with him. But then mm-hmm. when you give me a a fourteen year old girl who has been in and out of different homes and has been raped and things like that and is acting out, yeah, she might need to come and come come do some counseling. But I think at that age, when you're young like that, it's hard for you to comprehend what's really going on with you. It's hard for mm. you to comprehend certain things when you're talking to an adult. Right. That's talking to like a 14 year old child about like your cognitive behaviors. So I, I think it just depends on the trauma and how you how you can deal with it. But I think I don't think a child under the age of like 15 should, should be going to counseling. And that's just my You think opinion. it wouldn't be produ- um, productive, basically? I don't. And, and the trauma, like I said, also is a factor, mm-hmm. you know. Um, DCFS, they send kids to counselors all the time when they pull them out of homes, six, seven, eight, you know, but these kids 
can't comprehend. Like we, they can talk to us and we can do what we can. Yeah, but they but don't really I, understand. Yeah, they don't get it. Right. So you talk to this adult and they're telling you things. They're trying to get you to understand. You don't get it. So when you get mm-hmm. to be 15, 16 and you start understanding, you're mad. So now you're right. going to start acting out for real, for real. So I, I think mm. I think those ages are way too young because at that age, you can't diagnose a mental illness. So that's, that's the, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's really right, let me, uh, let me ask you this. Um, I've always heard growing up, and it might just be black mamas being black mama, but and I don't know if you give me an answer to this being your profession, um, but is it a thing that you know, you always hear black mothers say they try to use, you know, counseling and that sort of thing to label black kids and start funding them through the system? I don't think the black mothers do that. I think the system does that. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I think I've seen that happen to just people. No, I'm not saying black mothers do it. I'm saying black mothers have always thought that of it. So like they never wanted their kids to go to counseling. Oh, because they don't know, want them to be, be they don't want them to fall through the system. Yeah. You're right. Okay. They yeah, I've heard like okay. I've heard so I've heard my mother and grandmother say that all like my whole life. Yeah. That they try to use that to you know to get black Because they're gonna the just system. stamp you with ADHD and try and to yeah. hold you in and give you some pills that's gonna mess yeah. you up for life. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. But like yeah, but that. like, you know, at that age they can't diagnose you with anything else. Like you can't you can't bring me an eleven-year-old boy and tell me he's mm-hmm. bipolar. No, he's not. Right. No, he's not. Right. He can't be. What is he? He bipolar? just has an active imagination. Yeah. What is? How? How is he bipolar? Like he's eleven. <laughs> like give him a toy. later onset. Exactly. Illness. Give him a give him a toy and put him on a football <laughs> helmet and let him go in the yard. Like I don't. What? Right. Give him some art equipment. Let him paint. Please. Let the boy play. Something. Yeah. Like it. It's. it's a lot of those little kids who come into counseling, who put their mm. parents put them in it when they're young like that, are trying to get a check from the state. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's all. I, I didn't even think look. about that aspect of it, but yeah. Mm. Man, I, I had a homeboy. I yep. watched his mama teach him how to act before he went and got that check. <laughs> he went to the doctor and played crazy. Yep. Lord, that's crazy. Yep. But that's I yep. forgot about that part of the mm-hmm. whole jig. Yeah. Ain't that something black people don't want you to have mental illness till it's time for you to get to get a till it's convenient, right? Til it's convenient. Right, right. <laughs> get that then, give you, then give you a problem, that's oh, yeah. yeah, but not when taking care of the family members. For real, they're gonna be scared, right? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yep, <laughs> so uh, yeah. y'all, <laughs> if you could tell um, a 12 year old you something about mental health, what would it be? Ooh, I think for me personally, um, just as a man, get in touch with your emotions. Mm. Like, because, I mean, we've had, you know, this conversation, Bria, on other topics as far as, like, men and their emotions and, you know, how their problems are kind of started in the home and, you know, it takes over, you know, for the rest of their life until they decide to change it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I would think that because, I mean, I, I feel like so many men – like mentally, like in an emotional department, like we are weak, like we're hurting. And like, I think people just gloss over and be like, oh, he, you know, emotionally, he just shut off. But I don't think people understand that, like, your emotions dictate a lot in your life. I hope Future's listening to this. Uh, 
Why? Why you had to lie? Why? The, why the man Bria? is obviously why? hurt. The that man is hurt. So hurt. He's hurt. So hurt. But yeah, future, like, come on, you gotta get it together, brother. Like, <laughs> he's, <laughs> like, he's so hurt. hurt. He's so hurt. It's, it's like oh, a good look. I'm not laughing at his hurt, but you know, he's he's hurt. He's clearly hurt. And he really is. And people are like, caught just you know, chalking it up to him being you know toxic masculinity or whatever. But he's hurt, and like, he really he needs to get help about that. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, but that's what I that's what I would tell to twelve year old me. Just get in touch with your emotions. I I think what I would tell myself at twelve what I would tell myself at twelve is don't be ashamed. Mm. Like that's dope. don't 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 be ashamed of how you feel because it took me so long. Because my mama as well, she was like, I don't have no kids with no mental illness. Like I, we don't do that in this, you know. And I was like, you're right. I'm not. I'm not that. You're absolutely right. You know, so I neglected what was really happening to me inside mm-hmm. because that wasn't, you know, I was ashamed of that. It's like, how you a counselor and you just as sick as them? Like, stop. yeah, you know, so I, I neglected that and that part of me and it drove me crazy. Like it was driving me. It was driving me crazy. Like I couldn't give to my clients how I was supposed to. Like I couldn't give in my classes like to my client to my oh those clients like I was supposed to I'm just like I'm failing and I can't when I really realized I should not be ashamed of like what's going on with me and I accepted it it was a lot easier for me to step back and focus on myself because I had not been doing that I was just going through the motions of life mm. and that's that's so hard <laughs> mm. that's so hard that's the hardest thing to do is when you when you're depressed like that's so that's the hardest thing to do is getting up in the morning listen <laughs> it is hard to just be like yes. it's it's the hardest thing yep that's the hardest thing to do every morning it get, and it doesn't get any better when you're in that state so and that's just for anybody like just don't be ashamed of if that's what it is like accept that mm-hmm. like it's okay it's not a bad thing and you definitely not by yourself like it's a lot right. of us you know, like, don't be ashamed of that. Don't be ashamed of that. When you can accept that that's what's going on with you, you can figure out how to fix it. You know, you can find other people that relate to you. And it's, it gets easier. It's hard, but it gets, like, it gets easier. Like, there's a light somewhere down there. It's kind of yeah. small, but it's there. You know? Right. <laughs> it's there, for sure. <laughs> it's a little crevice of sunlight down there, down there, there somewhere. But it's, you know... Lit crevice down there somewhere, but it's lit somewhere down there. It's there. It's some light, you know. <laughs> it's some light. It yeah. might be some crack. You might see a little crack in a tunnel. You can get you yeah. some sun, but it's it a little dim. But it's there. yeah, it's like you are gonna get to that sun at some point, and that's what has to keep you going. Like the hope that it's right. gonna get. It's as if it's gonna get better. Like, and that's so cliche, but it get better. But you know what? That's what I would tell twelve year old me. That it gets better. Yeah. Like, because when you're young and you go through things and you don't talk about them and you hold them in. Yeah. Like, it won't ever get better. But mm-hmm. I would tell 12-year-old me that it indeed gets better. And yeah. just yeah. to get the help that you need and to yeah. seek, you know, to seek that counseling that's required. And I think everything that we said, like, all of that, all of that matters, like, when you're an adult. 
Right. Like if you don't if you don't accept those things, if you don't get that hope, like if you don't talk about it, that's gonna screw you up as an adult. And it's worse mm-hmm. when you're an adult. Yeah, I was about to say it's worse. It's then. worse, yeah. Yes. It's way worse. Cause now you have an understanding, like you 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 know and you can feel these things. When right. you're twelve, you just know that something is not right. When right. You're older, you know, when you're older, it's like, yep. <clears throat> Right, That's and it. then like when you're <laughs> older, you want to have relationships, and then you bring in other people yep. to what you have going on. So it's like you need to make sure what you have going on is taken care of, because you don't want to put that right. on someone else. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so how y'all um how do y'all personally deal with stress? I write. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually heard that before, though, Bria. I've heard that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but also uh, whiskey. Um, <laughs> but uh, binge watching TV helps me, or just listening. Nah, I've never to heard music. that before. Like, yeah. cause it takes my mind off of what I'm actually going through. Right, you occupied. Yes. Yeah. So writing is writing is a great, great tool, Bria, and I do that. I use that like in a lot of my sessions. Like I give them a pen and I give them a paper and I sit there and I be like, write. And they be yeah. like, I don't know what to write. It yeah, doesn't that's matter. That's what my therapist just write. have me do. Just write. Yes. Like they don't say, just write whatever comes to mind. Right. Like, it don't have to make no words. sense. Right. So that's what I do. Yep. My my way of relieving stress. Um. Yoga basically has been my saving grace. Mm. Um, and I say I say yoga has saved my life, and I like don't I don't mean I don't take that very I don't take that lightly at all. Don't take it lightly. Mm-hmm. It means just what I'm saying. Like yoga saved my life. You know, I've done sessions on myself, and I've done my sequences, and I find myself crying when I'm doing yoga, and I'm like, why am I crying? I've just released right. so much, and mm-hmm. that's 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 my outlet for me. Or I'll try like. A new class, and granted, mm-hmm. down here, a lot of the people that do yoga are unfortunately like more so that's a white dominated field, mm-hmm. right? So, I'm in a class with people who don't look nothing like me, and they laugh right. at weird stuff, and I don't find it so <laughs> funny. And they want to touch and hug, and don't touch me, <laughs> don't touch me. I don't want to touch you, don't touch me. But are you touching your hair? I, they, I no. <laughs> oh, that's a fight. Yeah, no, 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 no. They, I was say, they like love that. to do that. They don't try me like that, but they wanna, you know, they oh. wanna talk and you know, right? White yogis, they're kind of weird, but you know, they weird. Mm. So you know, they wanna <laughs> talk and touch, and they walk around their feet. You know, they don't wear no shoes. They ride bikes. It's weird. You know, like, you say they don't wear no shoes. <laughs> they don't wear no shoes. Like, yeah, like, they don't <laughs> wear no socks. They come in there with like three day old coffee and whatnot. You know, they 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 weird, but yeah, it's just like I need to be around. I need to be around some yoga vibes. Like I need to be around some good vibes, and that's right. that's what I that's what I need. Or I'll try like I'll try a different class. Like I'll do a contortionist class, or I'll try like a um. A silk yoga class or a pole class, like mm-hmm. whatever, just something to be right. around some some good vibe. Because I I'm an energy healer as well, so I I can read okay. energies around me. So those energies I can take in, and it makes me feel so much better. Like I'm I definitely gonna have to come see you when I come home. 
Yes, ma'am. Come do a trap yoga class. It's going to be great. You going to have some around Mardi Gras? Actually, it's so funny. My class is the next, is like that next weekend because people didn't want it around Mardi Gras because everybody was going to be so busy. And I was like, dang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm like, dang, all right, well, cool. I need to try yoga. Don't be ashamed to try yoga, man. Right. I mean, I'm I'm interested to do it. I ain't got no mat. I could borrow one of your mats. No, you need your own mat. (laughs) You probably, yeah. I know she got one in her trunk. I do have a mat in my trunk, but that's my mat, okay? (laughs) Uh, Look, I'm going to lie solid down when I'm done. That's my mat. Since we're uh, (laughs) we're talking about yoga, (laughs) the benefits of yoga? Absolutely. Um... Yoga, technically, the, the book definition, yoga relieves stress, increases flexibility, builds muscle tone. It can help you with blood sugar, diabetes, high blood pressure, headaches, um, irregular bowel, yes, ma'am, irregular bowel movements, um, <laughs> spine alignment. It can help you with stomach pains, menstrual cramps, everything. Like, that's the, that's the book dictionary, but... That's the book, like the book, um, definition. Definition. Yeah, but okay. my experience, yoga helped me find me. Like yoga helped me to figure out who I was, like, and what mm-hmm. I what I was capable of and what I'm not capable of. Like I realized when I when I do my meditation, like I see myself and everything else in a different light, and it's weird, but I've it's a journey to self and that's what that's what it's called like it's a journey to yourself it's enlightenment and it's scary because you start to learn so much about yourself and you're realizing these things and you're like okay i can't do this like this is too much and it's emotional Mm. but it's it's very emotional but it's enlightenment like and then you get to share with like-minded people and you you're in a room and once you can once you get that vibration and those vibes, it's just like you lifted, and it's it's a it's a beautiful experience. Like no cap, it's great. <laughs> Not no try. cap. She got me so. <laughs> so you would, so you would say that yoga is good for like mental health, like improving that. Absolutely, overall. it's it's great for mental health, and I've done, I do um. So I've done it in my sessions before. You know, I would turn the lights down, put on some music. And lead them in a meditation and film my sessions. And that really helps them. Like, especially some of my, like, when I do addiction counseling, like, that really helps them. And it can help anybody. Like, it's great for mental health because it's helping you to slow your mind down and slow your thoughts down and focus on yourself. And let those negative thoughts and all that negative energy, you leave, let it leave your body through your breath. And then you intake all that positive energy and everything else. And it fills you back up and you feel you feel good. Like you feel different and you sleep good as hell. You know, it's great. <laughs> it's great at the end. You feel great. It's like a natural high. It's a, it is. Like mm. after I after I teach or after I do a healing session, like I feel good. Right. Like it is a natural high and it stays with you. Like it's it's great. Mm. But I'm telling you when I say it saved my life, I mean that literally. Yeah, I'm, you sold me, so I'm definitely coming to try. Literally. So, yeah, I need to get into yoga. 
it's a big help and just even if it's not yoga just trying something different you know putting your energy into something else it helps yeah it helps it helps definitely gonna get into that so uh besides yoga uh do you have a person or like a group of people you go to like when you do get like down in the dumps and you having a rough time emotionally uh, I have a, I, I definitely have a great support system with my friends, and of course my little boo. He okay, oh, little boo. Little boo, little boo. Oh. Come on, little yeah. <laughs> yeah, my little yeah, girl. My little spooky helps me out a lot. Like, look, you gotta have a good spooky because what are you here for? You gotta you have a good spooky. <laughs> helps me out a lot. Like that's probably the first person I ever cried in front of in my life. You know, just and. Like we said, or like dealing with bringing that into relationships that depression and those problems like is draining. But mm-hmm. like as far as that and like my friends, like they every step of the way, you know, they've been there. So yeah, that really helps a lot when you do have people like to go to. Like I don't put like all of my issues on them, but like when I am going through like tough things, I do have like friends. I can talk to and like family members I can go to and like just to, just to relieve some of that stress. Do y'all have yeah. certain people y'all would talk to about certain topics? Like y'all yes. go yes. to them, Okay, yeah, I'll buy Definitely. It, yeah. Okay. Definitely. Everybody you can't talk to everybody about everything because right. they're not gonna give you the response you want and that's gonna frustrate you like but, do y'all, but do y'all have a friend that y'all go to about everything? Like I have a friend that I could go to about I do much have topic. a friend who I go yeah. to okay. who I uh, go to for everything. No. But it's just one person who I go to for everything. But I do have certain friends who are more comfortable talking about like mental health issues, right? Because they understand, because right. they can relate, and they've been through certain issues. Right. Yeah. Not all of my friends, you know. Fortunately for them, they have not dealt with depression, right. so I can't really discuss depression with them, right? And this, and you, you want to get mad at them because they don't understand and they can't help and, mm-hmm. and things right. like that. But you, you can't, you can't, like, you can't get mad at your family. Like my family knows like a pinch of the surface about what I go through. Like you can't, right? They, they're not gonna understand. That's gonna frustrate them because they don't understand. And now you mad? Now y'all arguing? It's mm-hmm. just like, <laughs> I'm good on, I'm good on this right now. Oops. Right. We're not gonna talk about it. That makes sense. I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely like that. Like, I think I even have friends where I will go to them, and it's strictly about like our career, like because they, 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 they share the same career path with me, you know. So it's just like I'll go to them for that, you know, because I feel like they've either went through it or you know they will go through it. So maybe I'm helping them, you know. I'm not gonna go to my mom and talk about, you know, tell her about what's going on in my job because I mean she can't help me. I mean, she's a teacher. Right. You know, I'm in engineering, so it's just like we can't. I mean, I could talk to her. I mean, so she could just agree with everything I say, but she don't know what I'm right. talking about. You know, I agree with that. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, you don't want to just talk to her. She don't know what the hell you're talking right. about. You know yeah, so she's just going along with it. Yeah. yeah, I definitely agree with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Absolutely. Well, Maya, I really appreciate it you coming on and giving me an in depth because I wasn't as uh, versed in this as Brio was. 
know, I had to start researching when she sent me this topic. Yeah, he did. He had to do his yeah. research. Well, but see, the thing about at least you did some research. Like at least you cared enough to look it up and. Well, yeah, and, I, I, I'm definitely open minded, you know? you know, and that's why, like, I noticed that, you know, with the postpartum thing, that was, you know, from me reading a little bit, you know, on it and realizing, like, yo, like these women go through a lot mentally after having these babies that people, you know, just don't pay attention to. Absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> yeah, because that's a very important topic to hit on. Yeah, yeah. It gets swept under the rug far too often. Yes. And it's too big of an issue. Mm-hmm. Very much. Absolutely. So. Very much. So. so Maya, tell the people where to find you and plug whatever you need to plug. <laughs> Wait, say it again. <laughs> I said tell the people. <laughs> I said tell the people where they can find you and plug whatever you need to plug. So yoga class. You can find me on Twitter. I'm the yoga girl with no business. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm the yoga girl with the no business on Twitter. Come on, Brock Rice Queen. <laughs> girl, you better leave that shark tooth sandy alone, girl. Oh, oh no. Leave way. shark oh, tooth sandy alone, girl. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> leave the saber tooth tiger alone, girl. Jesus. <laughs> Leave it alone, Bria, girl. Oh, Lord. Let. Oh, this just got me. <laughs> Let Jabba Jaws live, girl. <laughs> girl, leave me. Let oh. her live. Leave that woman in her broth alone. Lord. <laughs> Leave the, chi- leave the chicken rice alone, girl. Bria, talk about it. Bria, I watched Bria cook her rice with broth. What? <laughs> she don't want to tell nobody. <laughs> a lie. I mean, everybody has a disaster once in a while. It's a lie. Never tried it. I'm going to try it one day, maybe. Don't take that bad advice. Your sodium level is going to be sky, heaven, high. Listen, that's the thing, girl. I don't cook with too much salt as it is, so I can't do that. I'm going to have to get the sodium-free water. Yeah, it's going to be sky, heaven, high, girl. Blood blood pressure is going to be touching Jesus' feet. Don't do that. Don't do that. Mm -mm. No, man. We need you you on this earth for a little while longer. Amen. <laughs> a little while longer, don't you check out shit, <laughs> <laughs> bitch? If I get taken out by Brock, then it was just what meant to be. Okay, <laughs> that's just Darwin, Darwinism at its finest. If the chicken broth rice take me out, girl, broth rice is gonna ever be funny. <laughs> it really is. Broth rice. Broth I'll never rice. forget that day. Me either. <laughs> broth rice featuring Jabba Joe's. Hey. <laughs> hey. I don't know why I'm laughing with y'all. This girl. Featuring Jabba Jaws. Girl, tell the people where to find you. I'm on business. Twitter, the yoga girl with no business. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I'm like so serious. <laughs> I know. That's what's so right. Um, that you haven't changed that. I'm not changing it ever. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Um, I'm on Instagram is where I usually post all of my class information. It's underscore Maylou with two Y's. M-A-Y-Y-L-O-E-U. Yes, ma'am. That's it. That's the only social media uh, things I do is just Twitter and the Instagram. 
Yes, man. Uh, as usual, y'all go follow me at Pablo No Bars on Instagram and Twitter. Don't follow him on Twitter because I'm getting that account suspended. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. Pablo No Bars. Yeah, don't don't follow that account because he's going to be out here. <laughs> Seriously, oh, he got, not before, before he I get, get your baby daddy, daddy on the podcast. I'm going to be reporting him. <laughs> But yeah, y'all follow me at um at underscore Bria, please, and also the podcast page at on here pod. Um, any parting words you guys want to share? Bria, tell them your Snapchat, Bria. <laughs> huh? Tell them to follow you on Snapchat. My girl, what did you do? <laughs> tell, follow- <laughs> tell them follow you on see? Snapchat, Bria. Uh-uh, see, this is why blacks can't have nice things. This right here. <laughs> This is why I don't even know what is what is a Snapchatter. Tell them follow you on what's on Snapchat. Snapchat what's, a, what's, a, what's a Snapchat? Yeah, like Snapchat. <laughs> what's a Snapchat? I mean, please tell them. <laughs> Pretty please. Bria, don't act like you ain't got one, Bria. You feel me? <laughs> I am Bria on here, pump figure, but that's all right. <laughs> I am on Snapchat at <laughs> Please it's Bria Bitch. Please go search Bria Bitch on Snapchat, please. Oh my God. Please. Please, like, I'm begging y'all. Tell them, the, tell them where to find you on Snapchat. Hmm? Oh, okay. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Say it again? I'm done. I'm oh, done. man. Yo, wow. <laughs> oh. It's probably the best Snapchat uh, account I ever followed. <laughs> Go. <laughs> my um my part words my part words for this week uh-oh, are uh-oh. um fuck I, I, knew it. I knew it uh fuck those refs uh fuck the Falcons as always <laughs> fuck their fans as usual uh God bless those people who robbed Calvin Ridley um. Yeah, and fuck the Rams. Absolutely, too. I second. I second all of that. Yeah, um, I would like to say um that I hope everybody tunes in uh to the Super Bowl, the AKA. Ain't nobody watching. You know, that AKA shit. the Tom Brady Invitational. Um, <laughs> I hope y'all That's, tune it in. It really is. My, look, I'm gonna tell y'all now. My boy, he gonna get six, and then he gonna get a league back. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm wait a minute. Are you not a Saints fan? What? No, he's not. What? He's a Patriots fan. Oh. <laughs> All right. It's been a yeah, great night, guys. It has. I appreciate it. <laughs> I, I so appreciate it. I would say it was nice to meet you, but I guess. That's okay. It is totally okay. We're going to so be friends. sorry. Me, me and Bria got past it. Me and you going to get past it, too. Don't think so. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> My non-Saint fans limit is one, and he about to be out the door. Hey, look. Yeah, y'all, y'all tune in to the Tom Brady Invitational and show y'all, you know, y'all gonna watch it, especially Bria. She acting like she ain't gonna watch it. She gonna watch it. Oh, I'm not. Oh, I'm definitely not. Oh, I'm, oh, I stand with Cap. We're gonna see. We're gonna see when ratings come out. I'm gonna call out every nigga. Uh uh, boycott underway. Fuck Gladys Knight. When I watch it fuck around and be the most watched Super Bowl ever, I'm calling out the whole Ain't nobody watching that. (laughs) 
Ain't nobody watching that. Them tickets already plummeting because mm-hmm. the Saints not going to be yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe next year, you know. Always next year for you guys. No, I, I don't. Well, I won't know because I'm don't. i not watching football I would hate anymore. to curse you shit on this Good Hair podcast. <laughs> you go ahead, girl, because deserve like this not Usually this is I not a you know you right i'm i'm just mind my business you know stick with my you know my squad yeah very good usually usually i i just have to cuss him out in the beginning but <laughs> he's 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 feeling himself right now i guess must be girl i don't know that cheating ass team that he likes there's no need for but, name calling none no mm, need for none of that mm-hmm. well sure sure my parting well, words are for Roger Goodell. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I would like to tell him to answer the phone. You say answer the phone. Listen, pick up the phone, Roger. I would like Roger Goodell to answer the phone. Stop playing with me. He didn't pay his bill this month. Oh, really? Like, does Paul Paul Benson have to come from his grave to get him to answer the phone? He died. He nah, I don't even think he gonna, he no Benson done with us. <laughs> his spirit them his spirit his spirit light and fizz, girl. He, he <laughs> He didn't had it. He'd have been in overtime he's, all he's, season. He did for real. Listen. He did for real. <laughs> he's dead, dead. Mm-hmm. Very. He big dead, no. If right, if he wasn't, he is mm-hmm. not. He gonna he out of there. But, we tried. Yeah, we got, he's we tried. He was in limbo all season. All but now season. He was he wasn't gonna die until after February third. <laughs> uh-huh. But now he has transitioned on. Oh Lord. My poor Papa. Papa didn't deserve this. He did all. not deserve. Bri, I don't want to talk about this. I don't. You right. Let's. I need to give me another. Correct. <laughs> Denzel, you have any um parting words? Nah, man. Every, everybody. Tom Brady invitation. Nah, man. Everybody, you know, just stay black, stay out them people away, and you know, find your success. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stay black always. <laughs> and um, fuck them Covington Catholic. School boy. Oh Goodness. yeah, them little niggas, dumb boy. <laughs> yeah, fuck those. Fuck oh, those. Where are we living? Yeah, fuck them kids. Yikes! Fuck the kids. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. <laughs> yep. <laughs> For sure. All right. All right y'all, Once again, time. thank you, Maya, for joining us this week. It was it's been fun, a friend. Um, we'll see you when you join uh, the Twitter again, and I'll just text you until then. <laughs> All right, babe. All right, y'all. All right, y'all will be good.